Well, the new year is officially here, and I wanted to catch you before you jump in and set a bunch of health and fitness goals. So on today's episode, I'm going to walk you through the three most common mistakes that I see people making all the time when they're setting goals. Let's make sure this does not happen to you too. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Okay, before we jump in and actually talk about goals, I want to tell you this hilarious story about my parents' boat. So my parents have this nice big boat that they keep out in the San Juan Islands of Washington. If you've ever been to the San Juans, they are gorgeous. So if you ever get a chance to stay on a boat and kind of tool around the sound, it's just amazing. So we love to visit their boat for a good long weekend and their boat is pretty big. So it's got this autopilot feature. So you can chart out on the map where you want to go and you set the course and you mark the turn points and then you just let autopilot take over, which is pretty fun. Well, this sophisticated system went haywire one day in quite a hilarious way. So one day my parents had charted their course and they were letting the autopilot do its thing. And then suddenly without warning, the boat completely started spinning. It changed direction so fast, completely careening to the side, sending everything flying. And they had no idea what had happened. It took them a while to figure it out actually. So it turns out that the compass for the boat is tucked away below deck in a cupboard, which happens to be right behind where my mom keeps the charger for her handheld vacuum cleaner. (laughs) So whenever she plugged in the vacuum, it created enough of a magnetic charge to pull the compass off its course, sending the entire ship careening off course like dangerously so, like the entire boat would just flip around. And we have joked about that for years because it's kind of hilarious. You have no idea what's going on and suddenly you're facing the opposite direction. And it's amazing how something so small and seemingly insignificant can have a major impact and basically drive the boat. Now, the point of that story is to show you that if all of your ducks are not in a row and seemingly insignificant mistakes are not taken into account, the course that you set out on this year could end in complete disaster. Now, I know you're probably either one of two different types of people when it comes to setting New Year's goals. You're either the first type of person like my husband. (laughs) He thinks that setting New Year's resolutions and just goal setting in general is just annoying and pointless and cliche, and you just don't really want to do it. You're like, I kind of know whether I'm pointing in the right direction or not. I don't need to sit down and write out a bunch of goals and plan out my year. 
Or you could be like me. I absolutely love goal setting. I love to forecast. I like to think ahead. I like to have a course, like a plan of action. And the new year, it's a really exciting time to make that happen. We have this fresh start. We're, we're going, right? So regardless of which type of person you are, when it comes to your health and your fitness, you have to set some goals. Without a goal, you're going to be completely rudderless. You have no engine driving you. You're completely adrift and you have no idea where you're going. And when you set bad goals, you're like my parents' boat. (laughs) All the good intentions. Maybe you have your course completely plotted. You're like, yeah, I know where I want to go. I know where we're going. But All those good intentions are there to reach your destination, but some random thing is going to crop up and totally throw you off course. So before we get too far into the new year, I want to teach you how to avoid the three most common mistakes that most people make when they're setting health and fitness goals. I see this happen all the time, and it always throws people off course, makes them feel like a failure, makes them wonder what's wrong with them. And it's always this like starting over mentality. And I don't want that to happen to you. So if you don't avoid these mistakes, you simply will not reach your goals this year, or it will be incredibly difficult to get there. That journey will be totally challenging. It's going to have lots of unnecessary spins and turns and moments of careening out of control along the way. So if we can avoid that, let's make sure we do. Okay, so let's break down these three most common mistakes that people make when setting goals. Mistake number one is setting a goal that is simply too hard. We usually set goals when we're highly motivated. You know, right now we're coming off the holidays. You, you probably feel at your unhealthiest. Most people do through the holidays. You know, workouts took a backseat. Healthy eating habits took a little bit of a backseat. And, and you feel like you're the most off track right now. So in this moment, you will inevitably be extremely motivated to do big, grand things, to make big changes to your habits. You know, in your mind, you're like, okay, this is it. I'm going to drop 30 pounds in three months. I'm going to work out every day of the week. I'm going to cut out all sugars and junk food. And those kinds of goals require extreme levels of motivation for an extended period of time, not just like quick bursts of high motivation. Like you got to stay highly motivated for a long period of time to reach those goals, to be able to do that. And that is honestly next to impossible. So instead of setting goals that are too hard and require high amounts of motivation, I want you to set a goal that matches your lowest levels of motivation. Understand that it's it's so common and normal to have highs and lows with your motivation over the course of the week, the month, the year. You know, Mondays are pretty common to have high levels of motivation, get back on track. The beginning of a month, the beginning of a new year, and then vice versa, the end of a week. You know, Fridays, you probably have the lowest level of motivation to pay attention to your health and fitness. The middle of the year, 
You probably have the lowest levels of motivation. Your menstrual cycle plays a role of where your energy levels are and where your motivation is. And I want you to think of motivation also like it's an emotion. It's going to ebb and flow, kind of like happiness ebbs and flows based on your circumstances, joy and excitement, those things ebb and flow kind of in response to your circumstances around you. This is totally normal. So I want you to think about what it feels like for you when your motivation is on the lower side, when your thoughts are, I I don't feel like it today. What's the point? I'm not in the mood. Like put yourself in that position. Think through what that feels like to have a really, really low level of motivation. The goals and the plans that you create right now need to match that level of motivation. (laughs) This is not a cop-out. This is not setting yourself up for failure. This is not like, you know, not reaching for the stars. Rather, this is just being realistic and choosing actions that are like motivation proof. Actions that are actually sustainable because you can still do it even when you don't feel motivated. All right. So let's, let me give you a couple examples. Okay. Working out every day, you, you might be able to do that when you're highly motivated, but probably not, probably not when you're feeling like, what's the point? I'm not in the mood, but I have a feeling that if right now you simply say, I'm just going to commit to walking for 10 minutes every day or doing a stretching routine for 10 minutes every day. That type of commitment, that goal could probably withstand even your lowest levels of motivation, right? How about on the nutrition front? Maybe cutting out all junk food and splurges, like saying no to all splurges. That might just be too much, too difficult to do when you're not motivated. But simply making a goal of I'm just going to focus on eating three meals a day at regular intervals. That could be just right for even the lowest levels of motivation. Or maybe it's just, I'm going to make sure that I drink a full glass of water at every meal. That you can usually do regardless of how motivated you feel in the moment. Okay, so don't make the first mistake setting a goal that's just too hard and requires high levels of motivation. Set a goal that matches your lowest levels of motivation, okay? Okay, stop for a second. I just want to acknowledge that nobody's perfect, nobody has perfect eating and exercise habits. I even splurge almost every day and miss a workout here and there. However, you might be feeling that you're so far off track right now and your body is really starting to feel it. This isn't just one or two missed workouts here and there or a splurge meal every so often. This is maybe months off from making any kind of consistent effort and your body is starting to talk back. All right, before you go do some sort of extreme overhaul, I have a free five-day guide that I want to give you that's going to help you get back on track with some simple daily challenges, giving you some of my best eating tips, my favorite stretches, and more that will really help you jumpstart some simple good habits. Totally doable, and your body will instantly thank you for it. And I want to give it to you for free. All right. Just go to vigeofit.com slash tips to sign up. That's vigeofit.com slash tips. Or you can hit up the link in the show notes and I'll immediately send you the first day's healthy tips. You're going to love it. Okay. Mistake number two 
is setting the same goals as other people or the same goal that you always have. This is the mistake of same, same, (laughs) okay? You look around and you see what everyone else is doing. So you plan to do that. Or you look back at what you've done in the past and you plan to do that. How many times have you said, well, I used to run 30 minutes every other day and that felt great when I did. So I'm just going to go back and do that again. Or how many times have you thought, well, my friends are going to this CrossFit gym or they're going to do Orange Theory three days a week. So I think I'll join them. Okay, that's like where you're not paying attention to where you are at in this current season of life. So that's what I want you to do is set a goal that matches you in your current season of life right now. Where is your body at right now? Do you have any injuries that you need to address right now? Would doing Orange Theory or a 30-day push-up challenge just make that all worse? Maybe that's not where you're at right now. What are your time constraints right now? What logistical constraints do you have? I mean, I know a lot of moms where it's like, man, when I was in great shape, I was going to the gym every other day and I was doing all that. And right now you're like, I can't get out of the house. Like I have to stay here. I'm restrained to this situation. Or maybe you've got a lot more time on your hands. Maybe it does make sense right now to do something a little different than when you had little kids and you couldn't leave. So think about where you are at right now in this current season of life and make a goal set based on that. So here are a couple examples, okay? Running every other day might be impossible right now. Whereas doing just a 15 minute strength training routine in your living room where you don't have to go anywhere, you don't even have to put shoes on, that might make way more sense for this season of life. It might not make any sense for you to join your friends at the gym every other day. And that's okay. It might not make any sense for you to do what you used to do years ago. And that is okay. All right. On the nutrition front, that restrictive diet program that your friends are all going to do, and maybe you did it that one time, it might make zero sense for who you are now and what you know now about your body and what your body needs most right now. So make sure that you're setting goals that match you in your current season of life right now. Put your blinders on. Don't look around at what other people are doing. Don't look past Don't look in your past at what you used to do. Set a current goal. Now, this is where I need to say a side note about accountability partners, okay? I need you to be really picky about accountability partners. If you're going to have an accountability partner, send them this podcast episode, okay? Make sure they listen to this so that you're both on the same page. I want you to keep in mind that as accountability partners, you do not need to have the same goals. You do not need to be doing the same thing. In fact, you probably shouldn't because you're two very different people. Create your own goals separately and then come to the table with what you're each gonna work on individually and hold each other accountable to what your individual goals are. Okay, you just might get off course if you're both trying to do the same thing. Your friend might have a knee issue and she can't do the same workout program that you're doing or vice versa. Or maybe your friend, you know, has 
some food sensitivities that she needs to figure out and she needs to follow more of a restrictive eating plan. But for you, that's not at all what you should be doing right now. You need to just be focusing on good eating habits, not being restrictive. Okay. So set separate goals and then come to the table and say, I'm going to hold you accountable to your goals and your plans. All right. So let's make sure that we're not making mistake number two, which is setting the same goals that other people are setting or setting the same goals that you have in the past. Make sure that you're setting a goal that matches you right now in your current season of life. Okay. All right. The final mistake, mistake number three. This is a big one. (laughs) Trying to set and reach your goals all on your own. Oh man, I'd say that this is probably the most common mistake and the most fatal. As a professional, there are so many times where I want to say to someone, just let me help you. Stop trying to figure this out on your own. It's like trying to watch your four-year-old tie tie their shoes by themselves and you got to go. You got to get out the door. You're like, let me just do it for you. (laughs) It can be so frustrating. And I think we now live in an era where we have whatever information we want at our fingertips, just at the drop of a hat. We have YouTube videos and podcasts like this and articles and Instagram gurus. And because we're viewing all the information, we start to convince ourselves that we have the capacity to implement the information all by ourselves. And I've been watching a show recently on HGTV called Help I Wrecked My House. I know, funny. Um, Let me know if you've ever seen this, but I love this show because it's all about DIYers, you know, people who like to do it themselves, do it yourself, DIYers that try to do all these big projects on their own and they have no idea what they're doing. Finally, they admit that they're not getting anywhere and they've, they've wrecked their house and they finally call in the professionals and then... And only d- then do they finally get the house of their dreams. You know, that they've been working on this house for years and they've messed up the flooring. They've got water pouring through the walls. The electrical is all a mess. And the professionals come in and be like, I can't believe you tried to do this by yourself. And in just five weeks, the professionals can flip it around and make the house the house that they always wanted. So set a goal and create a plan that does not involve you DIYing it, all right? I know right now that as I'm saying this, you're shrugging your shoulders and checking out. You love to do it yourself. You want to do it yourself. And the last thing you want to admit is that you can't do it yourself. Admitting that feels like a failure. I get that. But let me ask you this. Would you rather DIY it and never reach your goals maybe even make a mess of things or get some help and actually reach your goals this time, maybe in less time. Think about that. So let me give you a couple examples because I know the examples really do help. You could be choosing programs and routines right now on your own because you're trying to DIY it that when you combine them together, when you, you pick and choose, they're They're just unbalanced or they're too extreme or they're not enough and they don't match up with what your body needs right now and you don't realize it. Instead, you could be putting your hand, instead you could be putting your body in the hands of a professional that knows proper progression, 
proper exercise selection. Um, they can teach you proper technique. And it's a, a plan that's designed intentionally with that proper path ahead of you. Or you could be choosing, you know, I like to give you both a fitness example and a nutrition example. You could be choosing eating methods that completely skip over some of the most basic eating skills. And unknowingly, you're never developing tactics that will set you up to be a healthy eater for life. Instead, you could be allowing a coach to guide you step-by-step through what you need to learn and why and how (laughs) and in what order so that you're set up for a lifetime of success. In so many of my coaching programs, you know, I guide people through the process of like, we are going to start out with water and then we're going to move into eating slowly. And then we're going to move into this next habit. And then we're going to move into this next habit. By the time we get to the point of, you know, working on splurges, it's so much easier because of all the habit stacking we've done up to that point. But most people, when they try to DIY it, they jump straight to the end. They jump straight to the most difficult skill first. I see this in nutrition. I see this in workouts all the time. And if you want to finally get somewhere this year with your body, you need to stop DIYing it. Okay, so if you're ready to stop DIYing and get some professional help, I have plenty of online training programs that are they're very reasonably priced, okay, that are going to guide you step by step through exactly what you need to help you feel your absolute best. In fact, my Jumpstart 30 program is probably the very best place for you to start. And I start a new cohort through the program every Monday. And if you're not sure which one of my programs is the best fit for you, just reach out to me. And I'll point you in the right direction because going back to mistake number two, I want to make sure that you're doing the right thing for you in your current season of life. And there have been a lot of people that have reached out to me and been like, Megan, I think I need to do this program. I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more about where you're at right now. And there have been a lot of times where I've guided them towards something different because I feel like it will be a better fit for them. Okay, so the big idea here is that as you step forward into 2023, I want this year to look different for you. I really do want this to be the year that you get really fit, you get healthy and strong, and you make your body a priority in a sustainable way. But that's just not going to happen if you make these mistakes with your goals. Number one, with setting a goal that is simply too hard. And instead of making that mistake, make sure that you set goals for your lowest levels of motivation. And you'll be like, whoa, suddenly I'm doing something sustainable. (laughs) How did that happen? Ah, it's because you matched it up with low levels of motivation. (laughs) Okay, mistake number two is setting the same goal as other people or the same goal that you always have in the past. Instead, set a goal that matches you right now in your current season of life. The third and final mistake was trying to set and reach your goals all on your own. Don't do that anymore, okay? Instead, set a goal and create a plan that does not involve you DIYing it. Get help, don't wreck your house, (laughs) and you're probably gonna reach those goals way smoother and much less time without all the heartache. All right. 
Okay, your action steps now are to spend some time thinking about what your body needs most this year. Rethinking how you're going to proceed. And then making sure that you don't make any mistakes with your goals moving forward. The last thing I want is for you to be like a boat spinning around in the middle of the sea, completely off course and getting nowhere and having no idea why. All right, let's make sure that does not happen this year. All right, be sure to send this episode to your workout partner, your accountability partner, just your best friend and be like, okay, we are going to be on the same page this year separate goals, same page. We're going to show up and do what we need to do for our bodies this year. And we are not going to DIY it anymore. (laughs) Promise me that. All right, friend, I hope you have a wonderful first week of the new year and I will meet you back here on Friday for another Ask Megan episode and Tuesday for another longer episode. Until then, be strong. Be strong.